0: Hi, I'm Christine, I am a confidence coach and motivational speaker, and this is episode 116. Today, we're going to talk about something that we have talked about before, but like I so often like to do, we're gonna talk about it in a little bit different way because so often when we can address something in different ways and show them in different lights, it can help you really to absorb it, take it in, and maybe see it in a way that you weren't able to see it before. We're going to talk about our emotions, what they are, what they aren't, and what we're supposed to do about them. Whenever someone starts on a self-improvement journey, starting to work on their self-esteem and their self-confidence and being emotionally healthy and all the things, sometimes they can find that what they're doing is not working and it can be very frustrating. And a lot of times when this happens, the thing that they're doing that's causing it to not work is the way they're handling their emotions. Imagine your emotions are like children for just a second. Children don't like being told no. No is a word we should rarely use with children. Redirecting is what we should do, right? Or figuring out what is they're trying to accomplish, what they're wanting, where they're coming from. We address what's actually going on. When we just throw the word no at a child, they're going to suppress or get resentful or get angry, or get sneaky. They're going to lash out, or part of their personality is going to die. There's not a lot that's really healthy about just a no, just slamming the door on whatever's going on. Now you all can let me know if you want to know more about this and what to do instead to offer correction. We can certainly talk about that. But today we're talking about our emotions and we're talking about what happens when you try to correct or regulate your emotions. If you try to just stop having an emotional reaction to something, it doesn't work. Your emotions are going to react the same way that a child would react. They're going to get resentful. They're going to get angry. They're going to get buried down where they're just going to explode later There's nothing healing or healthy about trying to correct your emotions. In previous episodes, we've talked about your emotions being more like lights on a dashboard in a car. They are telling you something. You don't do anything to the light. You correct whatever the problem is, whatever made that light go on. And today we're going to talk about this a little bit deeper. Because again, the key thing here is that emotions are not meant to be regulated or controlled, or fixed, or turned off. That's not the point. Your emotions are meant to be felt. Your emotions are delivering a message to you, and we don't shoot the messenger. We receive the message, and then we decide what we're going to do about what we were just told. We let the messenger be. Attempting to control the emotions is like trying to get somebody giving you a message To change the message, could you imagine that conversation? Somebody calls to tell you, Hey, you owe the doctor's office money. And you say, No, don't tell me that. Tell me that I won free ice cream. And they're going to say, Well, you didn't. You actually owe the doctor's office $57. It doesn't work. You can't do that. Imagine you get a letter in the mail saying that taxes are due, and you say, No, I don't want this to say that taxes are due. I want it to say that I want a free shopping spree. So you go and you go shopping. Well, great. Now you owe on your credit card and you owe on taxes. This kind of behavior sounds really silly when you look at it through a different context, right? This doesn't make sense as a solution to things. So we can't do that to our emotions either. We have to take the message and then choose a course of action. The doctor's office says you owe $57, you can pay it, you can ask them if you can pay it in 30 days, you can choose not to pay it, you can take an action or choose an inaction, but you cannot change the message. So the other week we talked about ways you might be trying really hard to get better and it's not working. This is a big one of those ways where you may be trying really hard to fix things and it's not. Working So your emotions are meant to be felt. Your emotions are delivering a message. It is important that that message gets received. You may not like the message. You may not like the emotion. And I understand that. Today we're going to talk about how to get to a place where you can be accepting of the emotion and receive the message and take confident action from that message. So the first thing here that I want to shine some light on is that your emotions aren't good or bad. A lot of times we talk about them that way. It kind of simplifies things. Our good emotions are love and acceptance and peace, and our bad emotions are anger, frustration, jealousy. The emotions themselves are not necessarily good or bad. They are delivering a message. Where we get into, quote unquote, bad emotions is when we allow ourselves to stay stuck in the emotion and not take action. So again, let's put this in a real world setting. You are the ruler of a castle and a messenger comes to you and says, there's an enemy at our gates. What do we do? You're being attacked. And instead of getting the troops together and sending them to defend the wall and calling all the women and children to hide within the castle. You just sit there and go, what's happening? And the messenger says, we're being attacked. And you start freaking out. What? We're being attacked? This can't be happening. I don't want to be attacked. Why does everybody hate me? And you start having that type of experience. Now your castle's been breached. Now your soldiers have been killed. Now your women and children have been taken. Because you chose no action... Accept the replay of the message. This is the same thing with our emotions. Your emotions say to you, I'm so jealous. And instead of accepting the message and deciding where it's coming from and a course of action, you get locked into, why does everybody get things I don't get? Why does everybody have it better than I have it? Why are they so lucky? What's wrong with me? Now we're in a bad frame of mind. But just like with that messenger coming to tell you your castle is being attacked, that message is not bad. That's actually a good message because you need to be able to do something about it. So let's look at some emotional experiences you might be having that you might consider bad emotions you're trying to regulate or control or shut down and what you could actually do instead. Imagine you feel anxious. So the question is, what is the message? Well, the message might be, you're thinking way too much on what could go wrong. Okay, so there's where you can take action. Let's change what you're thinking about and start thinking about maybe what could go right. We change the thinking. We leave the emotion alone. It will adjust when there's new information to give a new message about. You might be feeling unloved. That's the messenger. Now we ask, what is the message telling us? Well, the message is telling you it's been a minute since you've talked to anybody who loves you. What action can you take? Maybe you need to make some phone calls or send some texts to reach out to your people because love is a two-way street and they need to hear from you too. And you open that channel of communication so that they can remind you how much they love you and how much you mean to them. And if you're sitting here hearing this and saying, well, I don't have people like that, then maybe that's the message. It's time for you to start reaching out and making friends and connections. The messenger saying you're feeling unloved is not bad. Back to that castle. It's letting you know you're being attacked. And now you get to take the action of figuring out where is that coming from? An old belief, a past experience, the people you're currently surrounding yourself with, and then you get to do something with it. But if you just attack the messenger, you're not doing anything about where you're being hurt. Again, this only becomes bad When you choose to sit there with the messenger, having them tell you the same message over and over and over again, allowing the destruction to happen around you, we take action. We don't attack the messenger. Again, let's put this back in our castle scenario. The messenger comes in. Your castle's under attack. The enemy's at the gate. And you go, no, it's not. You don't get to say that in here. We don't like that kind of talk. You better say something different. And the messenger's like, uh, don't know what else to tell you. There's an enemy at your gate. Don't exactly know what you want from me. So either they're arguing with you. Yes, ruler, there is. Please look out your window. There is absolutely an enemy at the gate. Or they go, okay, yeah, fine. There's no enemy at the gate, you crazy person. I'm just going to go sit in the bunker and let you deal with the fallout of you deciding not to handle this. Do you see how silly and ineffective it sounds to try to change the message? So if you're finding yourself doing this in your attempt to get to a healthier place, if you're trying to regulate or control or silence the emotions that you're experiencing and the messages that you're receiving, it's not going to be effective. It's going to wear you out. And those messages are going to come back eventually or the fallout from those messages is going to show up eventually. Everything you are experiencing is telling you something important. And it is important that you let them tell you what they're trying to say. Even our quote-unquote good emotions. If you're feeling peaceful, good. What is it trying to tell you? Being home without your partner is peaceful. You need to address the situation with your partner. Working from home instead of going into the office is peaceful. You need to see if you can work from home more often. Hanging out with this friend is peaceful. This is somebody you need to spend more time with, or you need more people like this in your life. We don't just sit in the good emotions either. We figure out why it's a good emotion. What is it telling us? What do we need more of in our life? How do we recreate this experience? I have known people in my life who have gotten a diagnosis of cancer, or even before that, knew they had to take a test and never went back for the results. And they didn't like the message of you might have cancer or you do have cancer. And they tried to run from it. They tried to be in denial of it. These people are no longer alive. We would never call a cancer diagnosis good. And at the same time, knowing that there's cancer means that there's something we can do. There's an action we can take. There's a potential to be healthy and to be cured. You cannot run from your problems not real-world problems like bills and diagnoses and pending divorces, and you cannot run from your emotional problems like feeling anxiety or stress or unlovable. They are simply the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Look at what the message is so that you can take action. Now, if you don't like the message of anxiety, if you do not like the message of feeling worthless, you take actions, and then those messengers don't need to keep coming back. That's how we fix the emotion. We create a world where those emotions don't have to come give us messages. Looking at all of the emotions you've been trying to shut down is going to be incredibly overwhelming. It can knock you flat on your back. So if this is something you've been doing, Where you've been telling all of your emotions, no, I don't want to feel you. I don't want to look at you. I don't want to be there. We're not going to look at them all at once. Take one. Take an easy one and just look at it. What's that one emotion trying to tell you? Address that. Then come back and pick one of those other emotions you've been ignoring. You cannot heal your self-esteem until you truly look at why your self-esteem is struggling right now. And you can't look at that while ignoring the emotions that are trying to give you the messages. None of you became amazing adults because your parents ignored you, because they told you not to act a certain way or be a certain way or talk a certain way or do certain activities. None of you became amazing people because parents treated you that way. In fact, I suspect the majority of you would say the reason you're struggling today is because a parent told you you can't be who you are. You can't have the interests you have. You can't have the sense of humor that you have. You're ugly. You're stupid. You're an embarrassment. You're not good enough. If that negatively impacted your self-esteem, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. When I say doing that behavior to the messengers, your emotions are just repeating the trauma of your childhood. You're doing it to yourself now. Your goal this week, however slowly or gently you need to do this, is to start listening to those messengers. Hear what the emotion is trying to tell you. We're not getting caught up in what it's saying. We're asking, what are you trying to tell me? What action am I needing to take here to resolve whatever is going on that's causing this message to be delivered to me? And then take that action. Let the emotion be what it is. The messenger self-corrects, when there's no longer a need to deliver that message. If this is something that you're struggling with doing on your own, get active in our Facebook group or reach out to me. You are not alone. Thank you for being here this week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.